guys, aren't yes. they? Yes. But you did a great job thinking, hey, this 1911 thing doesn't sit right. You're like Columbo, maybe. Has anybody ever called you that? <laughs> History's Columbo. Hey, man, keep it in the tile. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, no. It just, it's 35, whatever. <laughs> to episode 25 of the History by the Glass podcast. It's your tour of Portland, Oregon's famously historic and infamously endangered bars, pubs, and saloons. It's our silver anniversary, and tonight we're visiting St. John's fan favorite, Slims. I'm your co-host, Nathan P. Gale. With me, as always, directly to my right is my good pal, my better drinking buddy, the Clavin of my Peterson, Alfredo V. Moreno. How the hell are you doing, buddy? Man, I am feeling it tonight. Woo! Feeling it. Absolutely. I feel so professional. We've got our hands free. Yeah, we've got... uh, I'm double fisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look at us. Oh, oh, I, I've got, we've got these fancy new mic stands now. Spilled all over my yeah, uh, yeah. laptop, just like you did uh, yes, at the beginning yes, of 24. I'm going to be oh, very gosh. careful on this toast here. Yeah, that's, it's good luck, though. Okay, no, so I let's, feel awesome. Uh, let's toast let's as far toast, away from we'll the talk microphones. about what we're drinking. Okay, uh, no uh, one can please. hear that, because we're not moving these mics, people. Oh, oh God. God damn. See? Okay. Right. Well. Uh-huh. Mm, ah, blood, that's blood, good. Blood. Insert 100% stock audio. Official drinking that we've just, bish been, that we've just been doing <laughs> yes. at our bar tonight. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And here we are. We're recording, we're recording we're with now you. With, we with a couple of drinks as well. People. Now, what are you uh, drinking this evening there, my friend? Well, I, uh, I roamed all around the new John's Marketplace uh, on Hall Street in, um, in uh, Beaverton, where yeah. I live. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I could not find uh, anything that was exactly uh, related to this episode, but I settled on... Uh, something from Hetty Alice Beer is called Industry Lager. We went to Headley. Uh, it's Hetty. Oh, pardon me. Uh, Industry Lager. Uh, I thought you know a little theme of the night. We're in an industrial place, St. John's. Uh, Hetty, uh, Hetty Alice. It's a local brewery. I like it. <laughs> Very good. And uh, you, sir. Uh, tonight I, I, I venture off my usual uh, domestic to to have a Coors Light. Uh, Completely it is, the opposite. Absolutely. It is the, the uh, 25th uh, episode, our silver anniversary, so I thought the silver bullet was wow, the well, right one for this evening. Well, won't you feel bad? And uh, then I mentioned that <laughs> Hetty Alice was the brewmaster's grandmother. Oh, pardon this me. This beer is brewed in remembrance of her generous, oh, adventurous God. spirit. With and I, love and a great thirst, brewmaster Gavin Lord. Isn't that a lovely sentiment? Who's um, I dragged her. Who's, uh, whose grandmother is your beer? Lagered, filtered, packaged, cold. Coors it's got Light. The, uh, it's got the mountains that change color. I sure think, does, and they are bright blue tonight, my friend. This oh, has been beautiful. chilling in my fridge since uh, Thanksgiving night, I believe. Uh, so we are ready to have a taste of the Rockies to celebrate our silver Amen. anniversary. Amen. All right. Well, what the hell are we doing here tonight? Well, uh, boy, <laughs> how do we do this? Before we get into things, is there any news, any business we want to take care of yeah, uh, this there's evening? a little business. Well, please hit me with it there. Well, we got word uh, just a few days ago, I think. We're recording this on uh, April uh, uh, 24th. Yeah, you got 24th? it. 24th? That's it. Yeah, it's April 24th. Oh, uh, April Fool's yeah, time. Well, so, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we got word that uh, our... Good friends who have never met us, they're going to be soon friends to of be, ours. Yes, soon to be godfathers. That's right. Uh, yes, uh-huh. they they don't know what they're missing being mm-hmm. friends with us. Uh, uh, Warren Boothby and Marcus Archambault have uh, they have uh, once again uh, invested, reopened a historic bar that had basically been shuttered. Yes, and for maybe. Slated to be bulldozed anytime soon. So. I considered it as good as gone. I was actually eating at the cheese and crack or whatever it's called down there. Oh, Milk wow. and okay. cheese. There's some sort of oh, milk fancy. bread cheese. That's it. Yeah, Thank you. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, across uh, sitting outside across from Holman's, I thought 
God, I wish I got in there. Uh, that that that's place is as good as gone. Because Holman's is coming back. Absolutely. Congratulations to Holman's and Boothby and Archambault. We have not heard your names pronounced. Uh, so so <laughs> I think please. it's Archambault. You do? You don't think the LT? It's the French. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, I, that makes sense. I'm going out on a limb. All right. Well, please uh, write in. Uh, don't call in. Write in with your pronunciations. So these, you know, these guys have the uh, they have the Sandy Hut. Name they em. have. Uh, the Alibi, they have Club 21, I think they have the low down, not the low brow. Uh, they, they, have, they take old bars, uh, give them a good little scrubbing, but then they mostly just don't fuck with them. I would argue that they are the uh, a nouveau patron saint of, of this podcast. Yeah. The spirit of what they're doing is very much in line with what yeah. we're trying to do of... of 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 celebrate and 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 uh, uh, recognize the, that that old history. Well, I don't know if you you know uh, this was announced on uh, on Willamette Week or social yeah. media. You know, Eater, I, I yeah. think we're on the Instagram feeds, and it is funny. I mean, people will find any reason to hate on some shit, <laughs> and I'll just you know, most people were were pumped to be able to go to Holman's again. It's uh, been around since 1933. Um, but you'll also have the comments of like, oh, typical, you know, take a good thing and sanitize it and make <laughs> it not worth going anymore. And yeah, I was like, well, you know, would you rather it just be gone and dead? Um, I mean, let's yeah. cheers to these guys for and they, you know, yes. Is it going to be exactly Holman's as it was the past 30 years? No, there's a reason why it closed, probably. Probably. You need some stabilization. You need a pacemaker in these things. Right, right. And, uh, uh, but for the most part, these guys seem to buy the bars. They have a business model. Uh, they're not as sanitized or converted as like a McMinimins might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mostly the bar you recognize. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't stink as bad, or yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. it's the bar. Yeah, I can't tell that they've got a uh, a muralist on hand who comes in and, and does their handiwork to all the new places that they exactly. are revitalizing. Exactly. Uh, so this one's to you, uh, Boothby and Archambault. Yeah, uh, you magnificent bastards. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Cheers. Alfredo, we thought, surely we've hit the oldest bars in Portland by now. So when we saw Slim's Restaurant and Lounge was established in 1911, we gasped. Is Slim's truly an Edwardian saloon? A post-prohibition blue-collar tavern? Or a reclaimed neo-dive for the new generation? We ask, will the real Slim's please stand up? Alfredo, help shed a little light and share a little known fact about Slims. Oh man, this is uh, this is the this is the episode uh, I believe that has uh, has tested us, unlike any episode uh, from a historical standpoint. Now, keep in mind, we've only done two bars. <laughs> this is only the second one that we've not already done before in season one. But without Paul Pintrich and without his gospel, which we never questioned, if Paul said a place was this and this is the story, who are we? Oh, no. We absorbed those typos into our soul. Absolutely. Paul says this happened. My God, uh, it did. that's uh, as it was relayed to him in 1996. That's how it is. I'm not going to question that. I'm not looking that up. Won't waste my time with it. It is decided. Uh, Now we're on our own, man. We're on our own. We're, we're We're responsible. It, it feels like we're, we're thrown into something here uh, and, we're, and we're wearing our floaties or we're grasping for the edge of the, of the pool. Uh, so Slims has been on our radar for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 1911 was the year I always heard. And I went, wait a fucking minute. That's incredible. That would be one of the oldest bars. Uh, anyway, we're going to get into this. Okay. <laughs> and here's what I'll tell you. Uh, Slims is without a doubt one of the oldest continuously operating bars in this city and an anchor of what just might be the greatest old bar district in the metro area, the former independent city and now North Portland neighborhood of St. John's. Uh, But determining exactly how old this bar is 
was not as straightforward as it seemed, Nate. Huh. Uh, and more or less consumed me over and this past week. And apparently it was uh, our job now uh, to do so because we didn't have... I, uh, I, I started, I could not find enough info. Uh, the bar, uh, I just, this was, uh, this was driving me wild this week. I, I, I was internet spelunking. I you was just everywhere. were like the always sunny Charlie yeah, gif yeah, uh, yeah. of him pointing at the, yeah, the, the strings. Yes, uh, exactly. The, yeah. Well, okay. This means well, let's something. Get, okay. Let's get into it right please, now. Let's, please I'm roll gonna, up your I'm sleeves. Rip the bandaid Pull off this thing. Pull your car over if you're, my <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right, so the commonly listed born on year for Slims is 1911, right? Yeah. Uh, we've established that, which the bar lightly promotes. Well, lightly promotes publicly on its uh, Facebook and Instagram page, mm-hmm. heavily promotes by its embedded tile work <laughs> in the bar. The actual literal infrastructure uh, supports yeah, 1911. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and most most of the media mentions of the place just say it's 1911. That's mm-hmm. what it was, okay. Uh, 1911, Nate, would make it, Depending on your definition of what is or isn't a bar. Let's get into that. Uh, when we will, mm-hmm. it would make it approximately the fifth oldest watering hole in the city behind only uh, the much more frequently publicized and turn-of-the-century legends Huber's, Boy. Jake's Famous Crawfish, mm-hmm. Kelly's Olympian, and the White Eagle Saloon. Slim's would be right there. Wow. And it, I don't know if it appears on as many uh, Travel Oregon uh, you know, well, or you know any of these things. Uh-huh. Incredible, uh, though. Think of that. Just let that yeah. sit for yeah. a second. Yeah. That that the 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 storied uh, tourist destination Huber's is in the same sentence as uh, uh, unrecognized uh, uh, Slims. Yeah. You know, uh, unsung hero I, Slims. Well, what are, what were we missing? What were, what was everyone missing? Is what I was thinking this whole week. That's why. Yes, I did turn into that Charlie. Uh, <laughs> I know this is a good, the texts you were sending me. I, I was concerned. Like I something. I, I just uh, there's just something amiss here. I uh, just had one job, and it was to eat a hamburger. And I said, "Okay, you let him let him uh, uh, wriggle just around give him a little yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, he'll swim out to sea a little bit." <laughs> yep. Well, as I uh, repeatedly scraped the bottom of the pan of the internet here, mm-hmm, Nate, mm-hmm. Uh, Slim's history seemed to be a well-guarded secret. Uh, our muse, Paul Pintrich, never went there. To my memories of any of his other blurbs, never even mentioned Slims. Do you remember him saying anything about? Oh, by the way, never in the since same. Since I'm at Mock Crest Tavern, Slims is even older by fifty years. No, or uh, hey, this place I'm never going to go to. Slims is, uh, of course, the the ancient place that you need to think of. No, no, never. Yeah. So, and you know, Paul, of course, wrote the history by the glass books in 1996 and 2007. No mention of Slims. No, uh, it was just completely off his radar. Um, it just sort of seemed to be this, uh, oh, by the way, Slims is fucking ancient kind of oversight. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, that, that just didn't sit completely right with me, man. So uh, we dug into it, uh, started just doing the internet research, um, uh, had reached out to Slims and they were and just let them know, hey, we're coming. Uh, we're not trying to ambush anybody here and show up and just uh, not not have let you know that we're we're going to show up at your bar and just be there to soak it all in. And so Slims was great, responded right away. We're eager to see us. Yeah. Um, so I started digging. I found some like you know ten year old story about St. John's history in the Oregonian, where a walking tour guide had mentioned something about uh, Slims founder starting the place around the time the the famous St. John's Bridge was constructed in 1931. Mm. Uh, The details weren't really clear in that story because it wasn't really about Slims Mm -hmm. or anything. Uh, And I couldn't really confirm nor deny much of anything about its origin story. Until, Nate, and I'm holding my Lee Corso pen at you. (laughs) Until. Not so fast. About 36 hours ago. Mm. 36 hours ago. This would have been a completely different podcast. Yeah, I was just going to, hey. If we said, why don't we go on a normal day like a Friday? It's muddled. (laughs) You know, I can't, you know, there's some, it seems like maybe there's, I don't know, uh, 36 hours ago, the bar, uh, we were doing some Instagramming and so we were excited to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's excited. Lots of people were excited for us to go see Slim's. This um, was probably the biggest reaction we had. I think uh, hands pr- down. Uh, not, not promoting, just sharing, hey, 
this is the next place we're going to go. We had people come out of the woodwork saying, this is the best bar in Portland. Love You're going to love bar, this place. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. You, you Industry people. Yes. Uh, you know, regulars, all that. Yes. Dive bar enthusiasts. So all, all sorts of. Uh, so I, I think, um, uh, you know, Slim's uh, was like, hey, okay, let's, you know, it was, it was a Sunday. And they reached out and and DM'd and had some very helpful you know notes about some of the uh, you know some of the uh, the original bar bar artifacts that were yeah. found during uh, during a deep clean uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, big thanks to Alicia, the uh, the yeah, booker who, Alicia, who, who, who sent out uh, uh, some information. And for then us. passed along some you know St. John's has a trove of local historians, yeah. the likes of which I've never encountered in any other area in the city. St. John's knows its own history <laughs> extremely well. And uh, so Slims via Alicia sent us along some, um, uh, you know, some articles that had appeared on St. John's local history, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Facebook groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, well, as it turns out, Nate, there really, there's really zero ambiguity about the history of Slims. <laughs> it's pretty cut and dry, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, according to a well-regarded local historian named Gil Parton, uh, who did sadly pass away a little over a year ago, uh, otherwise I would have reached out and said, hey, man, is this all right? But I think it was pretty right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, The building Slims is in today was constructed in 1907 by a couple of guys known as the Bickner Brothers. Who cares, but stow that one away. Uh, it started off uh, as a place called Jackson's, which was a confectionery store. Ah, sweet Jackson's. Uh, before that closed and was replaced by Everhart Drugstore in 1918. Ah. 18. A it miss. was a drugstore. Swing and a miss. Uh, Everhart closes, and in 1935, the building is purchased by a Norwegian immigrant named Olaf, and I'm using my fingers as quotations, Olaf Slim Skagi who had received an insurance payout after suffering an injury five years earlier while working on the construction of the St. John's bridge. Wow. Which is a great story. The guy who found Slim's built the goddamn built bridge, the bridge and uh, hurt himself, uh, marred Slim himself horribly. Himself. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And with the money uh, that he opens up Slim's, which is a neighborhood institution. And then it would stay there for 90 years. Uh, the bridge and the thing and, and the, and the bar. An he amazing opened. story. Incredible. An amazing story. But, but <laughs> 24 not, years after not the established into the edifice. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so Olaf opens a place called Slim's Lunchroom. And this event is warmly covered in the local paper. And if you'll indulge me, I do. It's a short blurb. I P- promise you. Please. I've got to read this little beauty. I, I understand. And I won't make you do it in a 1930s uh, news Thank you. Voice yeah, you oh, yeah. The, yes. news, the movie theater yes, news 100%. Voice. I will not let you do that. Okay, and here's, here's this article. Here's the article. A new card room has been opened at 8635 North Jersey Street, the building formerly occupied by the Everhart Drug Co. The building has been completely refinished by the proprietor, O. Scoggy, at quite an expense. The room is fitted with five card tables, several tables in front for serving lunches, a beer counter, electric, electric refrigerator, and complete hot water system. We doubt there being a card room within the city so neat and attractive. And Mr. Scoggy says he expects to keep it that way. Mr. Scoggy employs union help and assures everyone visiting his place courteous treatment in every respect. Monday evening of this week was the opening date and a big crowd was present for the evening's entertainment. Many baskets of beautiful flowers were presented. The management on the opening night. This new place of business will be known as Slim's lunchroom. There you go. How about that? So that's the opening of Slim's. And I'm pretty goddamn sure it's in 1935. <laughs> it's got to be. That's, there's it's nothing. Really that, the, only... the guy named Slim opens Slim's. That's where Slim's. That's it. So that's it. Comes uh, from. Uh, yeah. So it, it is a lovely place. And, hey, you know, uh, that Lombard Street is very popular. It could have been called Jersey Street. Did you, did yeah, you it, pick it, up There that? is a little Jersey Street. And then it, yeah, you know, uh-huh. yeah. 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 Jersey Street. It's crazy. Uh Bruce Springsteen could have been singing about it us. Could have been us. Oh, could have been us. So, damn. anyway, okay. So the established date is all right. Uh, is kind of it's a miss here. So yeah. what the hell does all this mean? I don't know. It, it doesn't mean much at all. Does it? Uh, honestly, it doesn't. In the grand scheme of things, 
we've yeah we we love to dig into the history of this shit but who gives a shit man like when does it matter when does it start mattering 35 versus 1911 i mean yeah on a a list and i do have a list i did spend a lot of time compiling a bar ranking (laughs) age list you printed it out i did print it out just to refer to the fucking thing holy hell now uh i know i you know if it's if it's hubers and it's a 20 year discrepancy it matters yeah because of the rankings of I guess the first oldest you know your top one top two yeah, yeah. fighting with jakes for the oldest thing and the uh but at some point when everything's closed it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all <laughs> maybe it? is it if you're not first you're last is that yeah the, uh, i think that's it know, yeah. the ricky bobby uh, theorem yeah, absolutely <laughs> everybody else is uh, just a johnny come point. lately yes yeah. uh-huh it's hubers and a bunch of you might as well be 2019 <laughs> a bunch of hipsters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and that's that you know i as i dug into this i was like shit man like and i asked um I DM Slim. I was like, well, where did the 1911 come from? So I don't quite, I don't know was the response, but uh, well, my, my theory is that the, the one is the slimmest number. So, uh, they said, well, it does why look don't we... very attractive. Yeah. The two, looks, yeah. 11 is pretty slim. Very attractive. But at the end of the day, man, we, we've, uh, we've encountered this a few times and because of the previous, um, going by Paul Pintridge's history by the glass books, mm-hmm. he would normally say when it was established, sometimes he wouldn't sometimes he'd just say it's been here for as long as anyone uh, can remember. I think we all thanks a fucking lot. We've, Paul. we've been to a few of those places where, um, yeah, I the, mean, ultimately I don't know whether it's the, uh, academic historian in me or just the like detailed freak. I'd like to know what the goddamn established date was. Uh, ultimately, it's a place that's been around for the better part of a century and uh, who gives a shit? It's yeah. still making people happy and it's got a great, great story. Um, and I, you know, what I basically said was in our five years of doing this, it's Slim's is not the only one to have right. yeah. some fuzzy details, some loose math, selective narratives when it comes to their official history. Well, there's that part. And then there's the, uh, we've moved buildings. Are we still sure. the same? Bar, yeah. are we still the same name for that established yeah. in nineteen whatever? You know, I literally I uh, uh, stayed up way <laughs> goddamn too late last night. I don't I know how you, I'm even. I'm sh- held up by. I should have sent somebody over to your house just uh, to check on. I'm you. held up by wire right now. There's a <laughs> I'm like the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. There's a post keeping me. Uh, I put on the. I created a spreadsheet. A literal goddamn spreadsheet. I, I know, as if this were your job. And I had to have all these categories because it's not as straightforward as established. It's building age. It's uh, uh, you know business age. Mm-hmm. You know, are you the same business, or did you just take over a place that had been there sixty years and you've been there ten years, but you're claiming all of their sixty years? Uh, is it drinking spot age? Has it been a bar there yeah. for a century? You've only been open for five years and you're the seventh business there, but it's always been a bar. Well, that's something that people always know to go there. There'll be a bar there. Mm -hmm. Um, all these things are ultimately who gives a shit because they're all old and they're all still survivors and they're all here. Yes. So they're still standing. This is fun. And I like, I'm a stats guy at times. Sure. But ultimately who gives a shit? The spreadsheet is worthless, but I spent, all my time in life in the past. Well, <laughs> yes, and I, I don't want that to go unrecognized. So, so congratulations for for doing that work that nobody asked you to do, and uh, or certainly our sponsor well, uh, didn't ask uh, uh, ask you to do that. No, uh, we have a sponsor. We're waiting for that sponsor, and 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 uh, oh. if you are out there listening. <laughs> I love when we maybe. send subliminal messages to our would-be Maybe, sponsors. yes. Maybe you haven't realized it yet. It's but called manifesting. I think we, it's called manifesting. Uh, 100%. And so let's manifest that well, sponsor. Look, anyway, uh, uh, so the history is what the, what it is. The right? history is subjective exactly. in these places. And exactly. That's, because honestly, look, man, the folks running the bars are not historians. They're fucking business owners <laughs> yeah. who are rightfully busy trying to you know run a successful bar yeah. decade after decade. 
which if you track the uh, openings and closings like we do, mm-hmm. is not easy. It's not, it's easy. not easy. And and Slims has done it. Slims has been one of the uh, 80, 70 few establishments that have made it uh, past 1985. Oh yeah, yeah that, that we've recognized as, as historic bars. Well, in this town. and here's, here's the little for because uh, of my obsession with the minutia. In this case, I think I understand what happened. I think I understand what happened. Maybe. So in the case of Slims... Give me your theory. Give me your... Here's my theory. All right. Okay. Give so, me your Zapruder film. I want to hear what, what you're um, thinking. It's possible that Slim himself may have had a different bar or lunchroom type place. Maybe he had, you know, maybe it was Olaf's, uh, you know, uh, breakfast yeah, room. Sandwich hut. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know that he All started right. in 1911. Nobody seems to know that. Uh, my theory is that it has more to do with the guys who constructed the building because about a block away, these Bickner brothers the Bickners. had built another local landmark called the Multnomah Theater uh, in 1911. Oh. And I wonder if that just got conflated and right. got hey, it, just wait. passed along. No one, no one checks. Uh-huh. It's the story of America. You tell somebody something and it's fact and it's just... Hey, Don't we're not going to fact check these let things. Let the truth get in the way of a good story, right. right? Yeah. So, okay. What does this mean? And so Slim's, uh, you know, goes from the fifth oldest bar maybe in the city to something like maybe the 10th oldest bar. Well, that's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I, I wrote right in there between K's and Renner's, uh, still without a doubt, steeped in old Portland history and character. But it's survived, man. Same location, same basic name for the better part of the century and is 100% well-deserving of all the respect that goes along with that. Amen. Uh, you know what? I've realized that we've, we've, we've mentioned a lot of old bars in this history segment. Yeah. Uh, K's, Renner's, uh, Hoover's, Jake's. We've talked about all of those. Why don't you stop what you're doing and go back through our episode list and find your favorite bar and then catch up and then, and then, and then walk back to, the, to this history segment so you know exactly what the history of all those bars there are. There you go. There's a podcast for you. If, they, if we've tickled your fancy. Oh, please subscribe. Yeah, uh, unless you're talking to me personally. Oh, why don't you listen to everything I we've like, said? I, I do, man. I record them and then I also listen to them. I'm the one who won't listen. I won't listen. Uh, my voice is uh, too high and whiny. All right, so let's... Let's speed, speed us up to the current night. Please. We are eager to talk. Let's talk about what about the us bar being is. there tonight. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to speed us up uh-huh. because uh, basically everything that we know about Slims in the last decade plus comes from a Portland Mercury uh, feature of Slims in 2016. They interview one of the owners, uh, uh, Mishi Nakamura. Uh, and other assorted regulars and bar staff. Basically, they all describe Slims as being a solidly country-western NASCAR, good old boy uh, uh, joint at the time. She and her partner take over in 2006. Uh, they're serving frozen food and just, and just checking about every box on the shitty dive bar list, for better or for worse. <laughs> for better or for worse. Um, you know, the article describes uh, Nakamura as being basically... Uh, Morally offended by the food situation. Uh, her mom had been a chef in Japan. Uh, she had run kitchens before, and she just says, no, this food, this shit is not good for you, uh, especially if you're washing down with all this beer. I'm going to create a menu I'm proud of, and before everyone starts to freak out about yuppie food, I'm going to give away some of the more exotic dishes for free. Uh, I'm going to keep the prices where they should be at a working-class place like this. Um, and the article goes on to say how she offered employees health insurance before it was required, and it's just a super employee-friendly, loyalty-first kind of spot, mm. which uh, rings familiar for us after our last episode at the Stockpot, yeah. uh, the place we love. Uh, one thing I saw uh, is in my research, I was shocked to see Slim's listed prominently on the PDX parent website as a great family-friendly <laughs> place to eat. Yeah. Uh, this, despite keeping its incredibly impressive working-class drinker hours mm-hmm. of 7 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. every day. So... Um, I don't know, but um, yeah, you know, these days there's probably more soccer-scarved folks uh, at 7.30 a.m. than there are crusty old industrial workers, but uh, it's doing whatever it needs to do. It's relevant, it's there, and uh, has not sacrificed its historic identity. Um, And man, I say hats off to them. Wishes of continued success all the way to their 100th birthday in 
2035. <laughs> Not uh, <laughs> uh, 12 years ago. And beyond. Yes, absolutely. And maybe there are families there uh, at, at uh, 11 a.m. I, I guess don't know. you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. We'll, we'll talk about it. We were there. Right. Live. Another great history segment. You're right. These uh, uh, uncharted history <laughs> Uh, jaunts are are, are, are are daunting to us aren't, aren't yes, they but yes. you did a great job thinking hey this 1911 thing doesn't right you're like columbo maybe has anybody ever called you that <laughs> history's columbo hey man keep it in the tile <laughs> i don't give a shit no no it just it's 35 whatever yeah well keep it in the tile Listen, speaking of the tile, uh, we actually went to yeah. Slim's. And so let's talk a bit, little bit about our experience. We went on yeah. a uh, on a Monday this is evening. Monday. And uh, we why did we do that? We did that to uh, avoid any sort of special yeah, we, music nights. We're, yeah, Slim's is doing well. It's, Slim's is relevant. Slim's is not some sleepy backwater, man. They got DJs. They, they, they have got, events. They have bookings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we respect them. that completely. Yeah. We want to give it the old vanilla shake, you know. We yep. want to, we want to be there when it's uh, at its most um, non-eventful, and it was still eventful uh, this yeah. evening. Uh, Alfredo, what did we experience tonight at uh, Slim's? Nay, well, Slim's PDX. Well, we always start off by our first drinks, and my God, this was a. Uh, wow. uh, <laughs> Might we say, let, actually, hold on a second. Please. We should open it. Had, had you ever been there before, Nate? Oh, pardon me. Uh, never. I, I, me as well. Never I have been never, there. never been to Slim. And what a contrast to the last episode yes. uh, where we had been there every day of our lives. Yes. Stockpot. Episode 24 yeah. is yeah. about I Stockpot. I have keys to the, uh, <laughs> keys to the Stockpot. Oh, Andy, please. Uh, you didn't hear that. Glorious. Now, um, and that's one of the reasons why we decided yeah. on Slim's yeah, is this... because we wanted to do a complete 180 and say yeah. this is someplace that neither yeah, of us we've had been. some fun. We've had some fun over the right. years going to places. The most fun we have is when we go to a place we think is going to suck. Yep. And then we show up and it invariably wraps itself around us and we love it. Absolutely. Uh, and so that 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 was uh, certainly a, a, a potential uh, tonight, not that we they, they, no, that we knew Slims, Slims would, would be suck, awesome, uh, but but we had no um, agenda coming in. We had no no, no uh, prior no memories, no, no no drunken uh, shenanigans have gone on. Nothing. I've uh, never never done anything. Never walked through to use the restroom once. Oh yeah, never hit out when <laughs> something was happening on the <laughs> yeah. street. No, absolutely. So we not. roll in. We order. We uh, we grab a seat at the bar. Bar was. Fairly uh, crowded, but we had, had two open seats. And uh, I spy through the kind of uh, oh, yeah, the smudged cataract, patina uh, cataract <laughs> glass of the cooler, uh-huh. a High Life bottle, yes. a Miller High Life. Uh, and as you loyal listeners will know, I am a High Life guy. And that is Love your uh, champagne of beers order mm. of choice. And I thought... Uh, should I roll the dice? Is it possible yeah, that behind I thought, no, I there's no way. that behind that dirty old man eyeball glass there that 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 there's a a hams waiting for me? Oh, and I said, if oh, you know would, Nate, you know you, he's a hams said, man. Would you happen to would you happen to have a hams miss? And she said, "But of course, sir. Of course, we have a hams. And this then is I, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> we have high life and hams everywhere. Every, no, it's impossible to get outside of a Winco. <laughs> what? What is the? What's the last bar? This is a funny spot. The last bar that both of our uh, uh, drinks of choice were were on. I, I uh, seem to remember some hams option. pre-pandemic at yeah. like uh, Buddy's Lounge. We did the uh, the hot ham water." Signature Ooh, beer cocktail right, there. Buddies, yes, on uh, 82nd there, of uh, course. But, uh, only because we knew the bartender was a fan of the podcast, uh, the former bartender. Well, uh, my God, this was a, a, a bar called Heaven in my eye. I thought oh, like I, then it had, came uh, out, and Hams has these gorgeous oh, vintage, uh, just kind of deep, like deep blue, blue, royal blue oh. with the, the crown logo of Ham when Hams was it's uh, great. leaning it's into great. The, oh, Go to your God. nearest Winco and grab you a sixer of Hams. They uh, got them. Bring a cash or a debit card. They do not take credit. So <laughs> no I, points. I won't go because I can't get my airline miles. Unbelievable. I well, know. Uh, you know, when they said yes and those and the and the tapered uh, long neck of the High Life, which Nate actually has here at oh. his 
uh, house slash uh, podcast studio, and I'm caressing it very. <laughs> My goodness. Very. Oh, I'm just yeah. feeling it. When that appeared, and then the, that new hams can came, and they were side by side in the bar. I <laughs> I took off my hat and held it across my heart, uh-huh. and I just it was just a beautiful moment, yeah, a beautiful yeah. moment. Was, hey, you two weirdos, what are you doing? And those, I think you just beers. said we're home. Yeah, we're home. We're this home. is this is home. And uh, that was the first drink. You can't beat that. Nope, because we did not see that <laughs> coming necessarily. So uh, on your uh, pleasure meter, we were at nope. a ten fully engorged. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> This was the best place in the city at that moment. Well, okay. So uh, what else do we do? We, we, well, well we, we always peruse the menu. Absolutely we do. Well, I'll go first. Please. Because uh, well, I always like, I, I like to look for interesting food. And uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that <laughs> as a backhanded <laughs> comment. Oh, God. I just look for something a little out of the ordinary. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, and. Slim's, as I mentioned, has done away with some of its, uh, it, it offers some different food. So interesting food. You're going to a nearly hundred year old bar that offers you agadashi tofu and sesame ponzu cucumber. Oh, well. Uh, I mean, I don't think Olaf had that at his uh, Slim's lunch counter <laughs> well, uh, on special. Well, it's pretty goddamn interesting. We we don't know that for sure. We don't know that. Uh, any St. John's <laughs> local historians. We don't know uh, what the, uh, we don't the Yuzu know. situation no, was we don't. in 1935. Well, I settled, uh, I settled on the salmon bites mm. with rice and veggies and teriyaki sauce. And I felt pretty fucking good about myself as I ate that four beers deep. Well, and just said, God good. darn, I'm a healthy, attractive, well balanced son of a gun. You're real slim over there. I'm just fantastic. I'm just feeling slim yeah. and just gorgeous and well, vibrant. Good for you. And, and you, sir. <laughs> well, you know what? What I, did you go with? Well, I, uh, you know, if there's a hamburger on the menu, uh, I get the hamburger. That's the thing. That's, they have right. some of these uh, uh, <laughs> trap foods. Different. Is what I call and then them. they have they have your traditional bar for the menu is vast. They got a flat top. They're cooking them right there behind the bar there, yeah. and and so the bar is situated where where half of it is bar, yeah, and then a little bit longer uh, bit of it is counter. And it, I think lunch counter. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I think they fuse beautifully. Yeah together oh, yeah. and, and and so i was enamored by that part of course every time i go to a bar i order a cheeseburger as is my want now uh this and then i break it down for you this was the slim's burger with cheese uh which i added for uh 75 cents extra uh this i break it down from the top to the bottom just so you know exactly what you're dealing with this is a starts as a bun and then it has a leaf lettuce we know how we feel about that on the podcast. It's not our, our preferred lettuce of choice. A special sauce. They said they made their own mayo. Uh, this is like a, sp- a spicy mayo. It was a mayo oh. that had just a little bit of a kick to it. Nothing okay. I would I would uh, uh, complain about. A slice of white onion. A big hunkin' slice of white onion cheese that I ordered. Burger. A third pound, 100% ground chuck burger uh-huh. that was seasoned just perfectly i gotta say a tomato if you want that that's on there Uh, a little bit more of that mayo and then the bottom half of the bun if you were worried about where that went that's Uh in the bottom half uh this was listen i'm burying the lead here this was seven dollars and seventy cents you showed me that price with cheese it comes with chips and i thought that uh, was the the best thing coming dollars god that was amazing anything for seven dollars this day and age also, the burger was fantastic. Was, the, the meat was seasoned uh, the way I like it, which is a little bit salty. Who cares if it's got the things that you don't want on it? I give this burger a 9.4. It was wow. that great. Holy moly. Because I I uh, waited the appropriate amount of time for it. And, and, uh, it was good food it done. It was good food done with care. With care. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, don't sleep on a seven dollar. Oh, jeez, no bar burger. Would you have paid five more dollars to get it thirty minutes faster? Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I would have paid three dollars less 
to have it two hours from now. <laughs> oh, if that man. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, if you oh. can do the math. Well, there. no, I'm uh, right. completely baffled. But anyway, but... don't sleep on Slim's uh, menu there. We're, we're not a food uh, no, uh, review no. uh, podcast. had breakfast, which means. was well after I 2 o'clock. I would not have done breakfast. Sure, I would love to get down there for a breakfast sometime. Yeah. Those longshoremen have got the best life in the world if they can come in and have that Well, it was. Here's one thing I'll say about the the food setup area. I just couldn't take my eyes. They had this flame, this six-inch flame, that was ever flame. It was pouring like the, out of the, like the Kennedy Memorial. Yeah, the, I said, I said it was like the Olympic torch. <laughs> yeah, the Olympic it just never went out. It was never just kind of ending <laughs> flame. It was Muhammad beautiful. Ali shakily lighting it. You know, <laughs> it was beautiful. And 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 uh, God, God bless the situation tonight. Uh, you didn't even need somebody man in the station back there no, to appreciate. Just it was like a uh, Texas the, oil refinery. Just <laughs> yes. Just constant natural gas it going. It was burning all. But boy, yeah. when, it, when that food came out, finally, it uh, it was uh, it was fantastic food, as advertised. Man, I was man. I yeah. just I, I'm so glad you enjoyed the burger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love a good burger. I'm not a salmon bite kind of sewer, but. <laughs> But it's on the menu and with the rice and I was like no 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 I would I would love to have something what a great thing to have the options like that yes different and special too but unfortunately uh, I only had room for one burger and that was the that thing I, I that's get that's what I get, you do I, that's the all I bring to this podcast is, is a cheeseburger review now uh, why don't you wrap it up and talk about the <laughs> just wrap it up and talk about the rest of the bar and I'll go to sleep and outro us because my bit's done Jesus <laughs> Every time we eat, we must also uh, check out the bathroom. The, the two aren't, uh, com- they're mutually exclusive. Uh, uh, but uh, anyway, Alfredo, uh, talk to me about your bathroom. <laughs> Every time. Uh, there, Boy, it was, I really got to script natural, these. The first, the first. I really got to script these bathroom tee-ups. Listen, <laughs> it's become unnatural to talk to you about the bathroom visits. And I don't know why. It was going so well in the uh, beginning of the podcast. Yeah, we... Now I feel like your doctor. Now I was like, Alfredo, yeah. please, please tell me about your recent bathroom visit. And... Yeah, my, recent, my recent movements? <laughs> yes, exactly. No, it's not, it's not oh, what I do in the bathroom. It's what I observe. It's a nice name for this. Uh, this yes, that's what this I observe. Right. We all observe the bathroom. We're human beings. That's the whole gist I, of this Bit. I observed it. I won't say anything because uh, you're you're the specialist here. I'll yeah, well, this will dovetail nicely. I went to the bathroom, uh, and uh, here's the thing. First, at Slim's, uh, you have these uh, kind of uh, these kind of rickety doors. They have these uh, wooden signs, kind of three dimensional signs that uh, men or women's signs. And they're huge and like old English. Yes. Uh, very like a also, nautical kind of. They're, they're also uh, completely opposed to each other. They're, they're the farthest away yeah, from each no, other. I, yeah, I almost be. left the building. I went out to the alley and I was like, wait a minute, there's no. Is that where you want me to and go? The women's is by the kitchen and the, and the men's is by the entrance of the place. It's, it's, it's I think great. it's the kind of place that maybe only, well, no, it was, always, it was a lunch counter. It wasn't a men's resort. So <laughs> I don't know why the bathroom's that far apart, ah, but they are. That's not the history we dive into. No, but I walked in and I said, you know what? I saw some beautiful, beautiful tile work around the urinals on the floor. Uh, it was just a brightly lit, but the tile work, it got to me. And I gave it three out of five urinal pucks Wow! for the tile work and another half puck to raise it up to three and a half urinal pucks because we were drinking all night next to the very same guy who did all the tile setting the throughout tile the bar, including the bathroom. Specialist was sitting right next to us at the bar. Yes. And can you believe it? We had a wonderful time uh, 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 talking to this gentleman. A regular. Yes. And he apologized. He said, oh, I haven't been coming here that long. I said, well, how long have you been coming here? Just 12 years. Like, that's oh, how, yeah. that's that's how. <laughs> yeah, Rick, <laughs> Rick, if you're out there listening, and I hope you... I hope our, our, our technological uh, guidance was sound. <laughs> oh, boy. And you figured out how to find this episode when it does finally come out. Uh, but, yeah, Rick but a regular Matthews. first. Yeah, and, then, and then the tile is second. But, he, but he's a, a professional uh, tile and, and, uh, and, and ceramics yeah. gentleman there. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but Rick, congratulations on being our newest subscriber. We really appreciate the support. <laughs> we did technically push the button for <laughs> that's, you. That's right. That's, uh, if we could just do that, we'd get oh, a lot yeah, more. If we stuff. could go around to everybody's phone <laughs> that, that we phone. need to <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> uh, we, we, need to be, we need to get some bigger guys. <laughs> 
to uh, force subscribers upon us. Uh, but my God, we really appreciated yeah. uh, chatting to, to you yeah, about so we your time in, in North Portland. That's and just who we were sitting next to. It just happened to we be that We rolled in and Rick was the guy sitting next to Nate. Yeah. And uh, we squeezed in. It was the only two, the only two bar stools next to each other. Um, so this place, Nate, what did you, what was your thoughts walking in? Well, my, uh, my thoughts walking in or it was that it was a, a deep reddish room. It had a, it had a, a constant maroon glow to it. Uh-huh. Um, it felt like it was, I noted, uh, that it felt like it was expanded upon at some point, uh, uh, to, to the right. So my line to myself was, oh, this place was slimmer uh, at, yeah. one, at some point. Uh, I thought that was very clever. God, all these but old bars were so... Yeah. Were all, you, know, you just crammed in there and just drank and it, ate something in your left hand and drank something in your uh, right hand. It had so many things that I love about old bars. It had the tile work. Thank you very much, Rick. It had this this separate lunch counter thing that I, yeah. I alluded to. This felt like part of yeah, the bar. Lotus had this on the roof. Uh, it, it had this the, these these red Christmas lights over the bar and sort of a lowish uh, bar uh, yeah, top low, to, to low ceiling, low ceiling to where removed, we were. Uh, all that uh, you know, 70s uh, you know, ceiling had been removed. but And it felt like... It had, as soon as we walked in, it felt like it had a good mix of old timers, a yeah. good mix of uh, tattooed twenty-something to forty-somethings, yeah, yeah. and and a and a, and a Your good tempos, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a good mix of young kids in the neighborhood. You know, sort of a sort of younger kid vibe there too yeah. I think those folks cleared out uh and and it was it was uh it was you me and and rick for a while uh, yeah. and then uh it, it feel it felt like it felt up uh, filled up with some other regulars uh, yeah. and, and it felt like everybody knew it was a good feeling of, of people knowing people. Yeah, people most people had not been there this is not their first time there. right yes yeah we may have been the only ones asking oh what's uh where's the restroom um but the the vibe I got, the the feeling I got was very positive and, and one of of, uh, of belonging uh, when I was there. Yeah, I I agree with that one hundred percent. I you know, I thought you know the interesting thing I think we both observed uh, at the end was that the history of this place is not overt. Right. It's very subtle. It right. kind of uh, you know kind of seeps out of the pores of the place. You walk in and you know it's an old old joint. From all those things you indicated, it's uh, some of it is just like it's got a you know, like a diet sun kissed clock, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like when the hell was diet sun kissed ever relevant enough to have its own giant clock, <laughs> right? The one uh, and done on that, one. it's got you know, old bar bric a brac, uh, you know, beer company, it's got uh, you know, phenomenal, like this ancient Blitz Weinhardt sign, uh, hams collector items, uh, pieces that are I've never seen before in anywhere, uh. Uh, and all it's like almost perfect with like that classic bar beer decor spuds mckenzie was there illuminated almost always perfect. a good sign mm-hmm. um but uh, but the, it doesn't uh as you said earlier tonight Nathan, there's no big uh, oil portrait of olaf Skoggy <laughs> right or uh the saint john's bridge or right. it's very subtle it's a neighborhood bar that is is not splashing around in its own history <laughs> except for 1911 embedded in the tile that the, rick yeah. laid down right. um but other than that it's it seems to me to be like i don't know whatever man like we're old but we don't necessarily give that much of a shit about it like we're just yeah there's nothing precious about it at yeah all. not precious at all yes uh there's uh you know you talked a little bit about what this was before uh you know 13 15 years ago or whatever it was a yeah, country yeah. western yeah they just daytona pretty, bar yeah, pretty i don't see any no. remnant of that, no, that anywhere that and so yeah. uh there's part of you as a historian that knows all of this is not was not here it's in, in two thousand. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it's not done in a way that's like an Applebee's where we've just found things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not scrubbed, and it's not you know send to generic bar uh, accoutrements dot com yes, to to, yeah. to get here's uh, your random uh, yeah 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 Portland yeah. loggers at a place uh, uh, not even near here. One hundred percent. Yeah. So it feels authentic yet. 
we know it's not in some way. So it's it's, yeah. it's really interesting. It's yeah, not bad yeah. at all. It's no, not no, no. it's not a negative in, in any way. It's done really well. Really well. And yeah. the, the the feeling is yeah this this. The, the the doors of the cooler and the people working here and the people coming here and all the bric-a-brac has been here for 60 years and it, yeah. it does does feel that way well i uh you know it reminded the vibe to me it reminded me a lot of the lutz tavern mm. which was one of our totally. early favorites totally old place now the lutz had more like personal history it was very proud of of like with the first sellers of, you know, we popularized PBR in Portland. Yep. So it has some of that. Other than that, Lutz is just an old, obviously an old place that was playing Wu-Tang and whatever else kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Slim's was playing like a cool playlist. Like it, it, the people were diverse there, like, you know, culturally and uh, age demographics. And um, there's a point when I was, you were sipping on a uh, on a high life. I was sipping on a hams, and they were playing my karaoke song, Psycho Killer. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, yeah, this is I. If I lived in the neighborhood, I'd be down here tomorrow. Yeah, and I think they. I think the owners have done a nice job. You know, we walk. I walked in. I saw all that all that tile. I went, oh my gosh, this must be original tile. And it, as it turns out the guy we were sitting next to just did the tile three years ago <laughs> it's, uh, it's original to that guy it's yeah. original to rick you know the tile but the tile is perfect it yeah. looks like kind of turn of the century what it it could have fooled me they could have said this tile's been around since the 1800s and i mean oh shit that's yeah, awesome cool cool uh but no the place is just um i you know i just thought uh i had people just you know uh Friends of mine, we saw people on Instagram who just couldn't sing the praises enough. Uh, I thought it was just a great neighborhood bar yeah. that has been a neighborhood bar for 80-odd years, you know. Uh, you know, Again, shout-out to Rick. Shout-out to Lucy, the hockey fan. Mm -hmm. Definitely was not a paramedic. Uh, so don't no. go to her for any of your no. medical needs at Slim's. No, and 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 may the Bruins uh, make it far into the uh, <laughs> uh, playoffs. But there. hey, what a night! Uh, really glad to be at Slim's, and geez, I think we'll surely be back at Slim's. I I, I, so. I, I certainly hope so. I I hope we can um, uh, get back up there soon, also um, because uh, what they got, I want a little bit more of. It's it's a fantastic place at Slim's. Amen to that, brother. All right, Alfredo, it's just about closing time here in the HBTG Studio South, I guess. We're in a different studio tonight. Uh, we travel, we travel, and we travel well. A huge, hearty thank you to everyone at Slim's in St. John's, including Alicia, who helped us out with this episode, Rick, Lucy, everybody uh, behind the bar as well, helping us. You're absolutely wonderful. Join us next time as we marinate at another historic Portland bar. Until then, uh, we beg of you, uh, why don't you follow us on, on Instagram at History by the Glass. Subscribe and share via Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, we learned, hey. uh, and now Amazon Cast, right. or whatever Bezos is calling it. Uh, anywhere, fine podcasts and ours are sold. On behalf of Alfredo Moreno, my name is Nathan P. Gale. Please tip your bartender. Intro. That's, a quick intro. That's a great, fantastic intro. There's no other news we want to hit, right? I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of anything either. No. no. We'll just go tight. Let's go slim, tight like a like a Rob Manfred episode. <laughs> it's quick, a... quick, <laughs> please. We were, our pitch clock is. Yeah, is... I, clock. <laughs> yeah. I do need a clock. We well, uh, <laughs> we, we both we stop, both do on these. I get these intros can get a couple of yeah, when they when they, when, they the when I hit return and get another paragraph in the intro. I know I've done ah, too much. I've done too too much. Ah, there we go. Let's let's live verbose it. and 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 uh, modeling this here. This is what the people don't pay for. <laughs>